Good morning. Let's begin our service by singing hymn number 51. Eternal mind the potter is, and thought the eternal clay. The hand that fashions is divine, his works pass not away. Man is the noblest work of God, his beauty, power, and grace immortal, perfect as his mind reflected face to face. Hymn number 51. scriptural will be given by Nancy from New Jersey. Proverbs. He that trusteth in his riches shall fall, but the righteous shall flourish as a branch. First Timothy. 
for we brought nothing into this world, and it is certain we can carry nothing out. And having food and raiment, let us be there with content. But they that will be rich fall into temptation and a snare, and into many foolish and hurtful lusts, which drown men in destruction and perdition. For the love of money is the root of all evil, which, while some coveted after, they have erred from the faith and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. Jeremiah. For thus saith the Lord, let not the wise man glory in his wisdom, neither let the mighty man glory in his might, let not the rich man glory in his riches, but let him that glorieth glory in this, that he understandeth and knoweth me, that I am the Lord which exercise loving kindness, judgment and righteousness in the earth. For in these things I delight, saith the Lord. Let's now have a moment of silent prayer and follow with the repetition of the Lord's Prayer and its spiritual interpretation as given in the Christian Science textbook. Our Father, which art in heaven, our Father, Mother, God, all harmonious. Hallowed be thy name. Adorable one, thy kingdom come. Thy kingdom is come. Thou art ever present. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Enable us to know, as in heaven, so on earth, God is omnipotent, supreme. Give us this day our daily bread. Give us grace for today. Feed the famished affections. And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And love is reflected in love. And lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. And God leadeth us not into temptation, but delivereth us 
from sin, disease, and death. For mine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever. For God is infinite, all power, all life, truth, love, over all and all. Let's now sing hymn number 347. Though mountains may depart from thee and hills be far removed, his kindness shall remain with thee, his covenant be proved. Hymn number 347. Welcome to the Sunday morning service of the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent. We begin every Sunday morning here at 10 o'clock with our roundtable discussion, which is a training session for adults in how to practice better Christian science. And we had a really good one this morning, again, as usual. So if you missed it, or if you'd like to hear it again, you can catch it on our website, plainfieldcs.com, and you can also find it on our YouTube channel. 
We have a Sunday school for children that meets at 11 a.m. And that Sunday school has a teleconference number of its own so that any child anywhere who has a telephone can attend. And indeed, many of our Sunday school students do that. They call in on the telephone because they don't live close by. So if you don't live in the area and if you have a child of Sunday school age, please call us. We'll be happy to give you the number and we'd be very happy to welcome your child to our Sunday school. We have a testimony meeting every Wednesday evening at 8.15 where you can hear testimonies of healings and lives literally saved through the study and practice of Christian science. And we have a nursery for infants and toddlers. For those of you in the area, you can bring the whole family. And we are going to have another Bible study session on Saturday, April 9. That's about three weeks. And if you'd like to get a head start on that, the study questions are on our website. And we can look forward to a rousing session Saturday, April 9, 10 a.m. So please mark your calendars and join us that Saturday. And we've also been busy printing and mailing. The latest edition of Forum Highlights has been printed and put in the mail to subscribers this week. I also want to announce that we are very, very grateful to those of you who have contributed to the Philippines Fund. Benjamin and Chris's family in the Philippines uh, are extremely grateful for your contributions, and they have said that they actually have enough money now to take care of themselves. So thank you all who have contributed. Our websites, our many websites in many different languages, contain a wealth of articles, past classes, forum, forums, uh, services, really good music, and it's all provided and books that you can download or order, and it's all provided free of charge. Freely we have received, and freely we give to you. So we're very grateful for those of you who contribute financially to the church. It enables us to carry on a tremendous mission that is now worldwide. We are spreading Mrs. Eddy's words, God's words, truly around the world in many different languages. One of the articles that is featured on our English website that I'd like to point out um, is an article excerpted from Ways That Are Vain by Mary Baker Eddy. Very excellent article and timely. Well, everyone is welcome here, and that includes all of you who are listening and participating from around the world. 
Now we will have the reading of a testimony of healing from miscellaneous writings, which attests to the healing power obtained by studying the Christian Science textbook. And that reading will be given this morning by Susan from Massachusetts. Page 411. I was a helpless sufferer in August 1883 and had been so for many years. The physician said I had cancer of the uterus. I heard of your book, Science and Health, with Key to the Scriptures, bought a copy, began reading it, and a great light seemed to break through the, the darkness. I cried aloud in joy. This is what I have been hungering for these many years. I studied it closely and healed myself and several of my friends before I had taken instruction of any teacher. Mrs. S. A. McMahon, Wyandotte, Kansas. The lesson sermon can be found on page 24 of the Independent Christian Science Quarterly. <clears throat> Subject, Matter. The golden text is from Proverbs. Better is the poor that walketh in his uprightness than he that is perverse in his ways, though he be rich. The responsive reading is from Psalms. Praise ye the Lord. Blessed is the man that feareth the Lord, that delighteth greatly in his commandments. His seed shall be mighty upon earth. The generation of the upright shall be blessed. Wealth and riches shall be in his house and his righteousness endureth forever. Unto the upright there ariseth light in the darkness. He is gracious and full of compassion and righteous. A good man showeth favor and lendeth, he will guide his affairs with discretion. He hath dispersed. He hath given to the poor. His righteousness endureth forever. His form shall be exalted with honor. Fairly from Maryland will now read. The Holy Bible, 1 Timothy. Charge they that are rich in this world, that they be not high-minded, nor trust in uncertain riches, but in the living God, who giveth us richly all things to enjoy, that they do good, that they be rich in good works, ready to distribute, willing to communicate, laying up in store for themselves a good foundation against the time to come, 
that they may lay hold on eternal life. Joshua. And the Lord said unto Joshua, Israel hath sinned, and they have also transgressed my covenant, which I commanded them. For they have even taken of the accursed thing, and have also stolen, and dissembled also, and they have put it even among their own stuff. Up, sanctify the people, and say, Sanctify yourselves against tomorrow, for thus says the Lord God of Israel, There is an accursed thing in the midst of thee, O Israel. Thou canst not stand before thine enemies until you take away the accursed thing from among you. And Joshua said unto Achan, My son, give, I pray thee, glory to the Lord God of Israel, and make confession unto him. And tell me now what thou hast done. Hide it not from me. And Achan answered Joshua and said, Indeed, I have sinned against the Lord God of Israel, and thus and thus have I done. When I saw among the spoils a goodly Babylonish garment and 200 shekels of silver and a wedge of gold of 50 shekels weight, then I coveted them and took them. And behold, they are hid in the earth in the midst of my tent and the silver under it. So Joshua sent messengers, and they ran into the tent. And behold, it was hid in his tent, and the silver under it. And Joshua said, Why hast thou troubled us? The Lord shall trouble thee this day. And all Israel stoned him with stones, and burned them with fire, after they had stoned them with stones. And they raised over him a great heap of stones unto this day. Second Chronicles. Solomon, the son of David, was strengthened in his kingdom. And the Lord his God was with him and magnified him exceedingly. And Solomon went up thither to the brazen altar before the Lord which was at the tabernacle of the congregation, and offered a thousand burnt offerings upon it. In that night did God appear unto Solomon and said unto him, Ask what I shall give thee. And Solomon said unto God, Thou hast shown great mercy unto David my father, and hast made me to reign in his stead. Now, O Lord God, let thy promise unto David my father be established. For thou hast made me king over a people like the dust of the earth in multitude. Give me now wisdom and knowledge that I may go out and come in before this people. For who can judge this thy people that are so great? And God said to Solomon, Because this was in thine heart, and because thou hast not asked riches, wealth, or honor, nor the life of thine enemies, neither yet hast asked long life, 
but hast asked wisdom and knowledge for thyself, that thou mayest judge my people over whom I have made thee king. Wisdom and knowledge is granted unto thee, and I will give thee riches and wealth and honor, such as none of the kings have had that have been before thee, neither shall there any after thee have the like. Luke, a certain ruler asked him, saying, Good master, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus said unto him, Why callest thou me good? None is good save one, that is God. Thou knowest the commandments. Do not commit adultery. Do not kill. Do not steal. Do not bear false witness. Honor thy father and thy mother. And he said, All these have I kept from my youth up. Now when Jesus heard these things, he said unto him, Yet lackest thou one thing. Sell all that thou hast, and distribute unto the poor, and thou shalt have treasure in heaven. And come, follow me. And when he heard this, he was very sorrowful, for he was very rich. And when Jesus saw that he was very sorrowful, he said, How hardly shall they that have riches enter into the kingdom of God? For it is easier for a camel to go through a needle's eye than for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of God. And they that heard it said, Who then can be saved? And he said, The things which are impossible with men are possible with God. Then Peter said, Lo, we have left all and followed thee. And he said unto them, Verily I say unto you, There is no man that hath left house, or parents, or brethren, or wife, or children, for the kingdom of God's sake, who shall not receive manifold more in this present time, and in the world to come, life everlasting. First John Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. For if any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, and the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world passeth away, and the lust thereof. But he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. Bruce will now read. I will read correlative passages from the Christian Science textbook, Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures, by Mary Baker Eddy. Question. What is the scientific statement of being? Answer. There is no life, 
truth, intelligence, nor substance in matter. All is infinite mind and its infinite manifestation, for God is all in all. Spirit is immortal truth. Matter is mortal error. Spirit is the real and eternal. Matter is the unreal and temporal. Spirit is God, and man is his image and likeness. Therefore, man is not material, he is spiritual. Whatever is material is mortal. To the five corporeal senses, man appears to be matter and mind united. But Christian science reveals man as the idea of God and declares the corporeal senses to be mortal and erring illusions. Divine science shows it to be impossible that a material body, though interwoven with matter's highest stratum, misnamed mind, should be man, the genuine and perfect man, the immortal idea of being, indestructible and eternal. Spirit and matter can neither coexist nor cooperate, and one can no more create the other than truth can create error or vice versa. In proportion as the belief disappears that life and intelligence are in or of matter, the immortal facts of being are seen, and their only idea or intelligence is in God. Spirit is reached only through the understanding and demonstration of eternal life and truth and love. A logical and scientific conclusion is reached only through the knowledge that there are not two bases of being, matter and mind, but one alone, mind. As God is substance and man is the divine image and likeness, Man should wish for, and in reality has, only the substance of good, the substance of spirit, not matter. The belief that man has any other substance or mind is not spiritual and breaks the first commandment, Thou shalt have one God, one mind. Delusion, sin, disease, and death arise from the false testimony of material sense, which, from a supposed standpoint, 
outside the focal distance of infinite spirit, presents an inverted image of mind and substance, with everything turned upside down. The testimony of the material senses is neither absolute nor divine. I therefore plant myself unreservedly on the teachings of Jesus, of his apostles, of the prophets, and on the testimony of the science of mind. Other foundations there are none. All other systems, systems based wholly or partly on the knowledge gained through the material senses, are reeds shaken by the wind, not houses built on the rock. All nature teaches God's love to man. But man cannot love God supremely and set his whole affections on spiritual things while loving the material or trusting in it more than in the spiritual. We must forsake the foundation of material systems, however time-honored, if we would gain the Christ as our only Savior. Purse, laying up treasures in matter. Error. Job said, I have heard of thee by the hearing of the ear, but now mine eye seeth thee. Mortals will echo Job's thought when the supposed pain and pleasure of matter cease to predominate. They will then drop the false estimate of life and happiness, of joy and sorrow, and attain the bliss of loving unselfishly, working patiently, and conquering all that is unlike God. Starting from a higher standpoint, one rises spontaneously, even as light emits light without effort. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. It is the spiritualization of thought and Christianization of daily life in contrast with the results of the ghastly farce of material existence. It is chastity and purity, in contrast with the downward tendencies and earthward gravitation of sensualism and impurity, which really attest the divine origin and operation of Christian science. The sharp experiences of belief in the supposititious life of matter, 
as well as our disappointments and ceaseless woes, turn us like tired children to the arms of divine love. Then we begin to learn life in divine science. Without this process of weaning, canst thou by searching find out God? It is easier to desire truth than to rid oneself of error. Mortals may seek the understanding of Christian science, but they will not be able to glean from Christian science the facts of being without striving for them. This strife consists in the endeavor to forsake error of every kind and to possess no other consciousness but good. The good in human affections must have ascendancy over the evil and the spiritual over the animal, or happiness will never be won. The attainment of this celestial condition would improve our progeny, diminish crime, and give higher aims to ambition. Every valley of sin must be exalted, and every mountain of selfishness be brought low that the highway of our God may be prepared in science. The rich in spirit help the poor in one grand brotherhood, all having the same principle or father. And blessed is that man who seeth his brother's need and supplieth it, seeking his own in another's good. Man walks in the direction towards which he looks, and where his treasure is, there will his heart be also. If our hopes and affections are spiritual, they come from above, not from beneath, and they bear, as of old, the fruits of the Spirit. Truth will, at length, compel us all to exchange the pleasures and pains of sense for the joys of soul. We will now have a moment of silent prayer for our world.
Let's now sing hymn number 253. The words of this hymn are by Mary Baker Eddy. O'er waiting harp strings of the mind, there sweeps a strain, low, sad, and sweet, whose measures bind the power of pain, and wake a white-winged angel throng of thoughts, illumined by faith, and breathed in raptured song, with love perfumed. Hymn number 253.
struggle that shatters all your dreams and your hopes have been cruelly crushed by Satan's manifested schemes and you feel the urge within you to submit to earthly fear don't let the faith you're standing in seem to disappear praise the Lord walk in his light of freedom praise the Lord for God in habits praise praise the Lord for the change that seemed to bind you serve only Now sing hymn number 123. How firm a foundation, ye saints of the Lord, is laid for your faith in his excellent word. What more can he say than to you he hath said, to you who to God for your refuge have fled. Hymn number 123.
I will read from the Christian Science textbook, the Scientific Statement of Being, and the correlative passages from 1 John 3rd chapter. There is no life, truth, intelligence, nor substance in matter. All is infinite mind and its infinite manifestation, for God is all in all. Spirit is immortal truth. Matter is mortal error. Spirit is the real and eternal. Matter is the unreal and temporal. Spirit is God, and man is his image and likeness. Therefore, man is not material. He is spiritual. 1 John Behold, what manner of love the Father hath bestowed upon us, that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore the world knoweth us not, because it knew him not. Beloved, now are we the sons of God, and it doth not yet appear what we shall be. But we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him. For we shall see him as he is. And every man that hath this hope in him purifieth himself, even as he is pure. As it is written, I have not seen nor ear heard, neither hath entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. But God hath revealed them unto us by his Spirit. Amen. Amen.